hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the GCSAA podcast presented in partnership with Enview, formerly known as Bear. For more information on the company and its offerings in the golf business, head on over to www.us.enview.com and look for the Turf and Ornamentals Management tab at the top of the page. I'm Scott Hollister, the Editor-in-Chief of Golf Course Management Magazine, and I'm excited you've joined us for today's episode. So as we record this, we are just a few weeks out from the 2023 GCSAA Conference and Trade Show. It's right around the corner, so we thought this episode was a great time for a deep dive into everything taking place in Orlando. So that's what we're doing on episode 47 of the GCSAA podcast. We will give you a big picture view of our week in Central Florida, highlight all the new and improved events and attractions that you'll find there, then go a little deeper into the GCSAA Golf Championships, the educational offerings, the trade show, and all the big events with the GCSAA staffers pulling all this together for you. Whether you're a regular attendee heading to CTS for the very first time, or you're still weighing your options about whether you should take the leap, I think you'll find something to like in this episode of the GCSAA podcast. And of course, I'd be remiss if I did not direct you to the CTS website, which is www.gcsaconference.com. There you can find a ton more information on the event and how you can still register to attend. So uh, we hope to see all of you in Orlando. Before we get going, a couple of quick housekeeping items. First, CTS isn't the only thing that is new and improved. Um, with this episode of the podcast, we are doing some improvements ourselves, and we are now going to offer video versions of the podcast, which will be available on both GCSAA TV and GCSAA's YouTube channel. For those who prefer audio podcasts and you know not seeing my ugly mug on your computer screen all the time, you will still be able to get those through all the same podcast services you always have and on the GCSAA website. But we're excited to expand the ways in which we deliver the podcast to you all. And my thanks go out to our new podcast editor, Evan Shapiro, for all his help as we step into this brave new world. Second, my usual reminder that you can catch up on recent episodes of the GCSAA podcast that you might have missed by checking out the podcast archives wherever you get your podcast and, of course, soon to be on GCSA TV and GCSA's YouTube channel. You can also subscribe, rate, and review us on all those same services, which really does help out. So I'd encourage you to do that if you haven't already. With all that out of the way, let's go. This is episode 47 of the GCSAA podcast and our deep dive into the 2023 GCSAA Conference and Trade Show in Orlando. Hope you enjoy. All right, well, starting things off with uh, this episode of the podcast is Ed Several. Ed is the Chief Marketing Officer for GCSAA. He started in April of last year. So, Ed, this will be your First conference and trade show as a member of the staff, but you are not a stranger to the event, are you? Not at all. And boy, I tell you what, I'm so excited to be part of the staff, but I think this is probably my 10th or 12th uh, conference and trade show. And prior to that, obviously, GIS, uh, having led the PGA merchandise show for almost uh, 15 years, I attended almost every uh, golf industry show, and then uh, worked a little part of Orlando and the uh, GCSA Conference and Trade Show in 2020, as well as in 2021 in San Diego. 
Yeah. So you, so you'll be familiar with it, but in a, in obviously in, in a bit of a different role. And, and uh, before we get cooking real quick, I want to just run down the basics for everyone. The dates, obviously we're going to be in Orlando the first full week of February. GCSA golf championships are February 4th through the 6th. Uh, the conference and trade show takes center stage the 6th through the 9th. You'll have education, your seminars, power hours, um, largely February 6th through the 6th. 7th, that is Monday and Tuesday, and then the trade show on the 8th and 9th. And of course, for more details, head over to gcsaconference.com. So uh, I, I'm curious, what was your, uh, about your impression when you were in your previous roles and, and attending kind of as an outsider, what were your impressions of the event um, before you joined the association? Oh boy, I was always excited to be there. The event is just so amazing. I mean, just start with the new products that are available every single year at the show. And I know that this year there's going to be even more, but just to see the new products, the new information, and really the education is just amazing. Uh, what you can learn there, it's about really what you get to be able to bring back to your local facility. So I was always like a kid in a candy store, even though I was over at the PGA show, just being able to go in and see the equipment being able to see all of the new insights at the uh, GCSA Conference and Trade Show, it was always exciting. So for me, I looked forward to it every single year. Well, we hope we've got a whole bunch of members doing the exact same thing as they look ahead to our time in Orlando. Um, anyone who's perused the website or spent any time studying what, what's going to take place in Central Florida, uh, Ed, will clearly note how much we've been making of the enhancements, the new opportunities uh, that attendees will have an opportunity to discover uh, in Orlando. It, it's your elevator speech time. You've been in sales before, so I'll give you the opportunity here. Um, if you had you had 30, 45 seconds to tell a GCSA member about the event, uh, how would you say this year's events differ from previous uh, editions of the conference and trade show? It's the most interactive experience you won't find anywhere else. If you think about it, our members, our industry, hands-on. So why not make our annual gathering, the largest gathering of GCSA members, hands-on and interactive? So this is the interactive opportunity to learn and most important, bring benefits of new insights, new products, new ideas back to your facility. That feeds great into my into my next question. And it does have to do with the interactivity that's going to be there, the hands-on opportunities that have really been baked into the into the planning uh, of this CTS. You've explained why this is really front and center in, in what uh, the association has done to, to plan for this event, but maybe highlight a few of the ways that that's actually going to manifest itself. I know there's several interactive facility tours on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Kelly Norwood, our great colleague down in education, commented will comment about that a little bit later in the podcast, but um, talk a little bit about how how those interactive opportunities will manifest themselves uh, for attendees in Orlando. Well, as you mentioned, seven different interactive, what we're calling facility learning tours. You get on a bus with your colleagues, you learn while you're on the bus. And what we like to say is learn from experts, learn from each other in a hands-on environment. You'll be at facilities where you'll be able to see things like new ideas in sand washing for bunkers, new ideas around autonomous mowers, BMP coverage. I mean, just the idea of everything that's going on in these seven different tours from learning how to produce a first green tour 
to literally being able to go and learn about tournament prep at Bay Hill from everything from preparing that professional tournament right on down to the local charity tournament. It's got it all. And then all of our networking events are interactive. So for instance, we have the opening at Aquatica Beach. That's our welcome reception. And what a better way than to join us all at the beach and kind of relax before all of the festivities start. Then you come onto the trade show floor and the first thing you greet it with is a 20,000 square foot area with an interactive grass stage. It's a collaboration of the GCBAA, the architects, the USGA, and of course, the GCSAA, where we'll have forward tees, three different types of turf on the tee box, all kinds of interactivity. Then throughout the show floor, there's all kinds of interactivity and excitement. So it's going to be hands-on for those four or five days that you're there, and it will be an experience you can't find anywhere else. As someone who's experienced the event for many, many years in many different forms, um, this one really is ramping ramping things up in terms of getting folks that hands-on experience. There's been a, a precursors to these tours occasionally in the past, and I've uh, had the good fortune to to attend several of those. And and I learn a lot as as a complete novice. You look at my backyard, you'll know that I'm a novice in turf grass management. But um, as as someone who is who is is not uh, a trained superintendent, I learn a ton. And I know the people that I've, I've been on these events with uh, learn a ton as well. And I, I know that that is in store for anyone who takes part in those tours or anything on the trade show floor. I want to turn our attention quickly to you. You mentioned uh, the welcome reception at Aquatica, which is being presented in partnership with our, our friends at Syngenta. Um, big showcase events have always been a part of the conference and trade show experience, but uh, GCSA really taking things up a notch this year in Orlando. We've talked about the welcome reception, but why don't you give us just kind of a sneak peek at what uh, attendees can expect from the GCSA Sunrise Celebration, which was formerly the opening session, uh, also presented in partnership with Syngenta, and the send-off celebration on Thursday, formerly the closing celebration, which is presented in partnership with John Deere. Well, I tell you what, those are bookend events with events in the middle and excitement all around. It starts at Aquatica Beach, as you mentioned. Now, imagine you're there with all your colleagues on a great man-made beach, okay? So here you have this area that's created, but it's just like being at the beach in Orlando. There'll be music, there'll be complimentary food, complimentary uh, uh, beverages. It's just an exciting time where you'll be able to talk with colleagues, learn from each other, and we'll have music, we'll have games, we'll have excitement. It really is a great way to start off the week. And then, as you mentioned, we get to the sunrise celebration. Now, why would we rename it? It's very simple. If we're going to be interactive, then we want to capture that one moment. Superintendents, their crews, every morning, the, 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 the feedback we get is yeah. that morning sunrise is really what my job is all about in terms of the excitement of that day. And we want to capture that with a really exciting celebration where we're going to have not only incredible music, incredible opening part to the ceremony, but we're also gonna feature Kyle Maynard. He is just an incredible speaker. He's someone who just has overcome so many challenges in his life. He actually has a book called No Excuses. And what a great way to start 
the week and be able to get things going. And then throughout the day and throughout the week, there'll be incredible opportunities. As you mentioned, uh, there's Ladies Leading Turf presented in partnership with Syngenta. There is uh, all kinds of activities that are on the floor that I'm going to get back to in a minute because I want to talk to you about our great Thursday. And then you mentioned what we're calling the send-off celebration, formally closing. Well, no, closing yeah. finale. Send-off means that we're getting together and we're still celebrating. And we'll be celebrating the old Tom Morse award winner. We'll have an opportunity to come together and at that time, there's going to be a lot of excitement in that room because we are going end to end with interactivity and excitement. You know, I, I hope the attendees can sense the excitement that you and I have for the event. It's really going. It's really going to be something. It's really going to be something different than they've experienced before, even if they're if, if they're regular attendees. And and, and you mentioned um, the Thursday on the trade show floor. This will be our con a concluding day. Um, but this this is a day that really you, you should miss if you're going to be there. There are so many cool opportunities that are going to be available on the trade show floor that day that um, uh, I I think folks are absolutely going to want to stick around and take advantage of it. So give us a little sneak peek into, into what will be going on on Thursday. Thursday is going to be our biggest day yet, because imagine this, you'll download the GCSA Compass and Trade Show mobile app that you do every year that has wayfinding, it's got agendas, it's got all kinds of information in it. But this year, it's going to create even more excitement. Because on Thursday, you're going to take it. And as you visit all of our great exhibitors, you will scan a QR code and you will earn GCSA bucks. What are GCSA bucks? They are bucks that you're going to be able to use at the send-off celebration at a live auction where you're going to be able to use those bucks to bid on great prizes, starting with our grand prize opportunity from Bass Pro Shops, a tracker boat that will be autographed by our old Tom Morris winner, none other than the founder of Bass Pro Shops, Johnny Morris. That's and you're awesome. gonna be able to bid on all kinds of other elements or prizes, including golf gear, uh, fishing gear. And think about it. All you need to do is visit the booths on Thursday, scan, collect these GCSA bucks, and then you're going to be able to bid. And just the excitement of all of that is going to just be worth the Thursday. But we're not stopping there because every hour on the hour on Thursday, we're going to have prize giveaways. Just by being on the floor on Thursday, every hour, someone is going to win great prizes. So really exciting stuff, including show specials, interactivity, incredible presentations, the GCSA annual meeting. I could go on and on with how much is packed in to Thursday. You don't want to listen to Ed and I go on and on about all that. It would take it would take all day, but we will send you one more time over to gcsaconference.com. All kinds of information there on everything taking in place in Orlando. You can register there. You can get information on travel, hotels, um, all sorts of good stuff there. So again, I'll refer you to gcsaconference.com. Ed, I'll thank you for your time today. Much appreciated. It's it's a busy, busy time, and uh, uh, so I appreciate your time. But I'll give you a chance for one more elevator speech. What piece of advice would you give any undecided member who is still contemplating a trip to join us in Orlando uh, for the conference and trade show? This trip will pay for itself. 
I mean, what you will learn there in education, show specials, new products, ideas, interactivity, networking, meeting new colleagues, the opportunity I didn't even mention to be able to compete, have fun and meet new people at the GCSA Golf Championships presented by Toro. It is an action packed opportunity that literally you'll be able to benefit from all year long. It's a non uh, it's a, 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 a can't miss opportunity. I can't wait to see you there. Go to gcsaconference.com and register today. Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more on everything. It's exciting for us as staff. Hope it's exciting for our membership and all the great exhibitors that we have. And we're looking forward to seeing everyone in Orlando. It's Ed Several, everybody. He is GCSA's Chief Marketing Officer. Ed, thanks for your time today. Thank you. See everyone in Orlando. Well, there are not many uh, events on the GCSA calendar that uh, that attract the loyalty and uh, support um, like the GCSA Golf Championships, one of my favorites on the calendar. I know that uh, stands uh, true for our guest in this segment. It's Jim Cummins. Jim uh, Jim's official title is Business Development Manager with GCSAA. Uh, started with the association in 2007, but your favorite side hustle, Jim, I know, is as tournament director of the GCSA Golf Championships. So thanks for taking some time to uh, <laughs> chat about the tournament. Thank you, Scott. I could not have said all of those beautiful words better myself. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you're, that. You're certainly welcome. Don't get used to it. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's let's start and give uh, listeners and viewers, since we're going to have a video version of this up on YouTube and GCSA TV uh, now. Sure. Um, let's just let's start with just kind of some of the basics and kind of go by the numbers. Uh, give uh, allow you to kind of give people some of the uh, the details on the event in Orlando, where we're headed, the dates, all that kind of fun stuff. So I'll just turn it over to you and kind of let you kind of update us on what we got ahead of us in Orlando. Beautiful, beautiful. The GCSA Golf Championships is really the front porch to our conference and show. Um, it's a great uh, opportunity for our members, and we have a core group, and we. We're expecting close to 500 of them this year uh, to join us there at the uh, Omni Champions Gate Resort. And we'll we'll be using both golf courses at the Omni Champions Gate Resort, staying at the Champions Gate Resort in the Omni there. Then we've also got Orange County National, uh, both both courses there. Great golf courses. They're uh, designed by, well, Orange County uh, National hosts. Um, has hosted several of PJ Tour qualifying events. Right. Um, mm-hmm. They are also really well known throughout the the PGA show as having the largest driving range um, in in the world. Actually, that <laughs> thing is crazy. Yeah, uh, it is it's nuts. a three hundred and sixty degree range, and they've got kind of a stay and play outfit there. But really well put together golf courses all around, and so everybody every day is going to have great opportunity. Uh, to play golf. Um, and we're looking forward to it. So the day we start out on the very first day on Saturday, uh, February the 4th, we're going to start out with a four ball and that's a fun format. You, you have a partner, sure. uh, and we play, uh, gross and net divisions in that. And, uh, great way to, if you've got a partner, uh, that you want to play with, you can sign up to play with whomever you want, but if you don't have a partner, the cool thing is, is we'll find you somebody to play with. 
Uh, and I think a lot of people like doing that because they meet somebody new and, and yeah, you have so many people that say, Hey, I've met this person at tournament and they're, they're lifelong friends now. Um, so that's pretty cool. But then we um, also have the classic format, um, which is an individual format that starts on Sunday. And that is a, a basically an egg hunt. You're going out trying to get points. It has gross and net divisions, the gross being uh, stable for format. And then the net vi- uh, division being a point quota format, which is kind of based off of what your handicap is roughly. And you're still trying to get points. Good news about those formats is if you can't make a bogey, you pick up and move on to the next hole. So not any big giant scores and, and, um, Probably for you and I, that'd be a good format. Yeah, that, that that's perfect, for, perfect for my game. So Right, right. But then one of the main things we're there for is also the uh, national championship. We want to crown our best player in, in the world that's a member of GCSAA and a superintendent. And as you well know, Seth Strickland is our past champion two years running now. That's right. And uh, he's going to be there again, trying to trying to make a triple out of it. But I think he's won at five or six times yeah, so yeah, yeah. i think i think uh, five times yeah and he's it's yeah. a home game for uh for seth this year he's a florida florida guy down in uh, the miami area so yeah yeah no doubt he's he always brings it one way or another he's always there in it but we've got a lot of younger superintendents that are kind of making their way into the championship and um there's going to be some competition for sure excuse me <clears throat> but uh yeah then we do have a fun event that we're doing on sunday for the golf tournament, which is the good old scramble that it's a super relaxed format. Sure. I think everybody knows what a scramble format is, but it's four person teams. Um, we typically fill that thing up pretty quick and we've got a large field for that, but we basically just take the, the field score, the scores from the field, divide them into two flights and award some winners and just have a big time. So yeah. that's going to be really cool. And then uh, we have, networking opportunities on Saturday night and Sunday night, uh, which are going to be really fun parties to come to. Um, if you want to, you can, you can register for a pass to bring a spouse or, or somebody with you if you'd like to do that. And then something that's a little bit new that we're doing on Sunday night after golf, you'll be able to in your round, Scott, <clears throat> qualify to, for the Toro Par 3 shootout okay. that's going to happen on Sunday night. Something Toro's bringing into the mix. But while we're playing golf that day, each golf course will have a target hole with a 15-foot circle in it. And the idea is to get into that 15-foot circle so that you can qualify for the Toro Par 3 shootout that happens after, as, after the reception, but as part of the reception on okay. Sunday night. Toro is going to be giving away a Toro workman to whoever is the closest to the hole. Awesome. Uh, so it's going to be really neat. Yeah, that was a great, I know that was a great um, event that we started in 2021 in Palm Springs, yeah. had a little fun uh, par three event. And I, I know the attendees at that really enjoyed it. So that's awesome that that's going to, uh, that's going to con- continue. So um, you, you mentioned the networking, obviously a huge draw for this event as much as yeah. the, um, as much as the competition that takes place. And you talked about the four ball getting paired with, with, with new folks. Um, I, I just think I hear f- from so many participants 
who cite that as as big a draw as anything uh, to come to the event because they meet people from all over the country. They mm -hmm. meet new contacts professionally, but new <laughs> friends as well. So I, you know, I I think that's um, something that that most potential players and players would would cite as as a really big reason that they take part each and every year in this event. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. You uh, mentioned Toro. Let's let's talk a little bit about them. They are the uh, presenting partners for this event. We are going on year 29, the 29th consecutive year that they have uh, served as our presenting partner. Um, and I, I want to give you an opportunity because I, I know how closely you work with them and, and how highly you think of the role they play in supporting this event. What does their support mean for the event and the experience that participants get to enjoy while they're at the GCSA Golf Championships? Well, <clears throat> you said it. I mean, their support for GCSAA as in general is unwavering. Uh, you know, they are they are here to help uh, advance the careers and uh, superintendents and help us, uh, you know, follow our mission. And uh, they get it. They they uh, they really do provide and help us with the connections that we need to go into a community where our trade show is going to be and say hey we want to play the best available in this community we want to put on a great show um, we want everybody when they come here to have of all skill levels to have an opportunity to play golf have fun um, and network and uh, really just have a great time and i tell you um, more people than not when they come to the tournament one time will say man, I, I didn't have any idea this was going to be this much fun. And I was going to learn something while I was here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just not going to miss it again. And certainly without Toro's support, we could not uh, put together a tournament uh, at the level by which we do. Because we really, we want you to come and stay at a really, really nice place that's got amenities and things that you can do if you bring your family. Then while they're golfing, there's all kinds of things to do in the right. resort and around the area of the resort. And uh, hey, Toro has been there for, for this many years. Uh, that's a lot of support for, for 29 years. We, we yeah, it, 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 yeah, it says a lot about their dedication to, uh, to GCSAA. Uh, to the superintendent member and the industry as a whole. Yeah. And uh, they've been a, uh, awesome for us to work with. I know I'm, uh, I think I can speak for you and the other staff members uh, who get to work the, the privilege of working the tournament every year. And they're just couldn't be better folks to work with and partner with in this. So I uh, wanted to definitely give them a shout out. Another quick shout out uh, I, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do is to uh, our friends at the PJ of America who uh, provide uh, some assistance in with rules officials uh, to really make this a, a, a top-notch event. And uh, I know you are uh, particularly close to them as a, a member of the PGA yourself, um, but um, they, they've been unbelievable partners in, in helping us uh, kind of develop the event to the, to the, the point that it's reached, correct? Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, you know, we want everybody when they come to these events from course conditioning and course setup, and the way the courses are, are marked and properly marked uh, by the best in the world. I mean, we, they come from the PGA Rules Committee. Chip Essig is our uh, lead official now, but he brings a team of, you know, between three to five officials with him. Uh, the courses love it because they get their place professionally marked. I mean, these guys mark Augusta National and the PGA right. Championship. They officiate Ryder Cup events. And the players get a kick out of it, too, because... When 
when we you get to kind of be right next to these guys, they're always good about throwing out some stories that are really, really interesting. Um, and then the PJ of America itself, hey, they put a budget uh, line item in to help actually pay to have them come and be a part of our event. And I tell you, having professionals like that there on that level, it just elevates everything about our event and makes it that much better. Yeah, they they do it. They do a great job. They and they and they really, uh, I you know, in getting to talk to a number of them, I, I know how much they enjoy the event. They enjoy working yeah. with with yeah. the association with Toro, but mainly the the competitors in the event. And so it's a. Um, uh, it, it's probably a little less pressure than uh, uh, standing on a tee at Augusta National during the final round of the Masters or something like that. But um, uh, I, I think they appreciate that and they really, really enjoy what they do for us. And so we uh, we couldn't do it without them. Um, your real job is a sales guy, so I'm going to let you be a, put your sales hat on here um, and say I'm a I'm considering a plane for the first time. What what would you tell me? the biggest benefits that I'm going to receive by competing and how would you convince me uh, to get myself to Orlando in the first week of February? <laughs> well, Hey, uh, I can assure you that you will not have any wasted time while you were there. Um, you know, you're going to meet uh, and have close proximity to uh, 500 of the most engaged professionals, Turk professionals, in the world. And, and I would say, if anything, um, you know, you're going to learn something while you're there just in the networking. And, you know, if you're going to hear something that somebody else's uh, uh, issue that they have solved by using some type of resource that you may not have thought of and um, you know, even better yet, it, it's just really, really fun. Um, we've got something for anybody at any playing level. Um, and, and everybody that's there just absolutely loves it. And, and I would almost bet you that you would say, I'm not going to miss it if you would come and try it with us. Cause it's just a really great, fun networking event. Uh, and again, you're going to come out of there with something that you'll be able to take back to your facility and play some really great golf courses. Awesome. Sign, sign me up, Jimmy. Sign me up. <laughs> you got it. You got oh, wait, it, I'm, I'm already going to be there. Already going to be there. So uh, <laughs> quick, a quick reminder, uh, the dates for the uh, golf uh, GCSA golf championships are February 4th through 6th. Um, you get a whole lot more information by heading over to the website, which is gcsaconference.com slash gcsaa hyphen golf hyphen championships. You'll also uh, see a link there at the top of the page on the, on the homepage for that site. And then just real quickly, before we wrap up, Jim, uh, I know you are uh, fully focused on the event in 2023 in Orlando, but we in, are moving to, it's not a new spot. We've been there before, but it's been a very long time. We are uh, looking at Phoenix in uh, 2024. Uh, first time, went, I kind of went back and looked, first time since 1991. We've been in the desert, we played in Scottsdale, and I think we will be in Scottsdale largely for this one. But uh, I know there are a lot of details still uh, still ironed out, but that's uh, got to be exciting to, to kind of roll uh, Phoenix into the mix in 2024. It is. It is. You know, and that's a place, again, we haven't haven't been for a while. Um, and the weather there is that time of year is really, really great. So we're Absolutely. for sure looking forward to that and more details to come. We're working diligently to put together a lineup of facilities there that uh, will not disappoint. Um, they're they're going to be great. And, you know, there's one other thing, Scott, that I wanted to be sure and mention okay. um, about the tournament is we are really 
focused on getting this chapter team competition going again, you know? All righty. Um, we used to have a lot of teams that played in that. We've actually doubled the, the prize money for the chapters that win. So you can win a grant for your chapter to use it for really whatever you want, but, but that they can use it to send a team back to the tournament next year or send another team to the tournament next year. But um, we've had teams that have used it for their Christmas party or for education or, or any of that stuff, but it's really, really fun. And, and more than anything, you want to be the chapter team winner, right? Absolutely. Every chapter needs to put a team in this competition so that we can really talk it up. We're looking, we're excited to see how many teams we can get this year. That's so right. Let's uh, earn yourself some bragging rights. And there's That's information right. on that on the on the website <laughs> as well. So That's uh, right. th- thanks for tossing that in there. That is an important and a fun part of the event uh, as well. And we want as many of uh, GCSA's affiliated chapters as possible to take part in that. So, well, Jimmy, Absolutely. I know I uh, appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk with us here today on our little uh, CTS Palooza uh, podcast and covering everything. Thank but you really, for having uh, me. I appreciate it. You are, you're certainly welcome. The tournament's a great way to start your week uh, in Orlando. So one once again, the date's February 4th through the 6th. Head over to GCSAConference.com and look for the GCSAA Golf Championship link at the top of the page. So, uh, Jim, again, thanks for your time today. Really appreciate it. You got it. Take care. Thank you so much. We'll get back to this episode in a moment, but now a word from InView, your partner in solving the toughest challenges on your golf course so you're always prepared for what's ahead. With the 2023 GCSAA Conference and Trade Show right around the corner, February 6th through the 9th in Orlando, InView invites you to stop by booth 1561 to see what's made the company an innovator in our industry for decades and what's next. That includes the StressGuard fungicide portfolio, which is turning 25 this year, that has a solution for any stress at any time of the year, Tetrino insecticide that provides game-changing management, and Densacore fungicide that fights the top five cool season and warm season turf diseases. In Orlando, InView will make an exciting announcement about a first of its kind solution to protect your roots and make your greens stronger than ever. You can also connect with InView's green solutions team who will be in the booth to answer your questions about managing turf diseases, insects, weeds, and stress on your course. And you can also get your picture taken with a dog from flyaway geese and enter to win an expertly trained, people-friendly work dog to help around your course. With a new vision for a company with over a half century of experience, Enview enables golf course superintendents to accomplish greater things on their courses every day. Visit booth 1561 at the GCSAA Conference and Trade Show to meet the team and learn how Enview can help your course. Our thanks again to everyone at Enview for their support of this podcast. And now back to this episode. Well, if you ask anyone, uh, really the what the foundation uh, of the uh, GCSA conference and trade show is, I think most uh, superintendents and members would agree that it is the education uh, that is offered there, the world-class educational offerings. And we're happy to welcome Kelly Norwood. Kelly is the senior manager of curriculum with GCSAA, um, works in the learning and career development department. And Kelly, is this your, is this going to be your 10th uh, conference and show? This 11. 11. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I knew you started in 2012, so I didn't know if you started right before show or if you got the one in that year, but number yeah. 11. So I think Matt Brown is at 11 as well. But Yeah, we um, started at the same time. Yep. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking the time uh, to kind of join us and, and give folks just a, a quick rundown um, on the education. And, and to start, let's let's start, I guess, with the basics. Um, how many total educational opportunities are attendees going to have in Orlando? I know there's seminars, there's tours, we have the uh, uh, the power hours, um, but uh, what are we looking at in terms of overall numbers and how many of those are going to be new opportunities for members this year? We're going to be right around 100 total. So that breaks down to about 67 seminars. We have seven interactive facility tours this year, which is our highest number ever. Um, five of those are going to be offered in morning and afternoon sessions. So attendees can really maximize their schedule there. We have 18 power hours and 75% um, of our content offerings are new this year. Wow. Is that is that unusual in terms of the number of new um, opportunities versus previous years? It is. There's been a big emphasis in the member feedback um, from all the sources that we look at that on offering new education. So we really um, just brought back a very small number of seminars that are highly in demand year after year, and the rest of the lineup is new content. That's great. Well, that, I, I'm sure that, and that, that's a good segue into the other question because, because a lot of times I'll get asked by um, whether they're contributors to the magazine or folks I encounter just being out and about, about uh, how we determine, um, meaning the association, how GCSA determines which educational, um, which seminars to accept, which presentations to accept. And and I always tell them there's, there's a lot of member involvement, but just quickly kind of, if you could recap how members are involved in the process of determining uh, what educational opportunities are offered at conference and show. Lots of people are aware that there's a request for proposal process that starts um, right after we get back from show where we you know, solicit proposals from folks. Um, but we're also looking at all of our GCSAA surveys that ask about education. So we have the member needs survey, we have the CTS attendee and non-attendee survey um, that we're reading all of those individual responses that pertain to education and seeing, um, you know, what kind of education people want, what they don't want. Then uh, we also look at every single one of the individual seminar surveys, which is thousands, um, to see what worked and what didn't from the offerings that we had the year before. Then we take all of that, all of the new proposals, and we have member task groups that review all of those. So we have the assistants, the equipment managers, and the superintendents review the proposals for their areas, make selections, make recommendations of you know, other people that they might want to see teaching at show. And that is really what guides all of our content that's offered. I appreciate that. And I hope listeners do uh, and viewers uh, as well, because um, again, I, I do hear questions about that. And I think members get, are, are surprised a little bit at just how uh, in-depth and involved the process is to, to determine what we, what we offer every year. And, and I know it pays off because I have seen the survey results at the end. And for the most part, they're uh, exceedingly positive um, uh, from members. Let's talk a little bit about uh, specifics about Orlando. Um, as in years past, there are a series of educational tracks that uh, attendees can use to kind of guide how they plan uh, what sessions and seminars they're going to take part in. I think there might be more this year uh, than, we, than we've seen in the past. Are there 14 total? Uh, oh, there, there's more than that. I didn't count them before our interview today, but yeah, there, there are a lot. Yeah, um, there's. 
there's a lot of scrolling involved on the GCSA, yes. uh, the conference website when you're when Absolutely. you're looking at them. But um, maybe just give, give folks an idea of what those tracks are, how they how they're put together, and and the ways that they can benefit uh, attendees as they plan their time in Orlando. So the tracks are something that we put um, forward on the website, really just to help attendees and registrants um, shop for their education. So they might be looking at it by their job role, you know, whether they're an assistant or an equipment manager, or they might be looking at something that they're really interested in this year, like construction or labor or maybe um, wellness track. Those are all areas of emphasis that are identified by the task groups and by other member feedback. And so we kind of look at what are some of those hot topics that we know people are going to be looking for in education and then make it really easy for them to find all the education opportunities in that area. Yeah, I, I think those are great, especially, you know, I, I, for any attendee, really, to kind of help uh, guide them and give them a kind of a quick look at what is most appropriate for their role at the golf facility. But uh, in particular, for, for new attendees who are trying to find their way uh, kind of around uh, the offerings that we have there, it's a really great way to see everything from a paid seminar uh, to something on the uh, on the trade show floor that they might want to take advantage of. So um, I really encourage uh, folks as they as they plan their time in Orlando to take a look at those. You mentioned earlier, Kelly, the interactive facility tours, um, most we've ever offered there. Uh, interactivity is, is obviously one of the overarching themes of the entire uh, conference and trade show. You'll, you go to the website, you'll see it uh, front and center there. So tell us a little bit about these tours, kind of where they're going to be headed and uh, the focus of some of the topics that are going to be covered on the tours. Yeah, absolutely. So we have um, seven total tours this year. Um, we're going to be visiting Bay Hill, Dubs Dread, Hawks Landing, Grand Vista, Glam Grand Lakes, Interlochen, and Orange Tree. Um, and it'll really be an opportunity for people to get out on the golf course, um, interact with those subject matter experts um, in those different hot topic areas. Um, some of the things we're going to be covering are bunkers, course technologies, tournament prep for all events, turf management, BMPs, and hosting a first green field trip. And uh, that first green field trip will have students on it. So they'll actually get to see how that um, field trip works in real life um, with students from a local school. Um, we have an outstanding lineup of speakers. Uh, I started to list some of them out, but I don't want to leave anyone off. That's, but that's right. I assure, assure you they are rock stars in their respective areas and people that you'll want to have a chance to, you know, speak with in those small groups um, in that interactive environment out on the course. They're not only are they super educational, super hands-on, super interactive. Um, they're they're also just a lot of fun. I, I've been lucky enough to to go on several of them, um, just serving in my role with the magazine and reporting uh, on previous tours uh, that we've done. And and uh, it, it's 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 also a great way to network. You meet people from all over in them, and um, it doesn't hurt, uh, especially maybe from some of the folks who've experienced a little bit of uh, winter weather to uh, to get outside for a little bit, and enjoy uh, uh, some. Central Florida weather in, in February. So highly recommended from uh, this uh, this observer. Let's talk a little bit about the power hours. Um, we've re uh, sometimes re referred to these as sessions, um, educational sessions, but they've really taken on a kind of a narrowed focus with this power hour. And there's a great mix of uh, just looking at the menu 
that we're going to be offering in Orlando. There's a great mix of uh, some old favorites that have been offered before and a bunch of uh, new options as well. So uh, tell us a little bit about the power hours, um, the, the intent of them, how they're being designed. And there are a couple of highlights. I know you don't want to leave anyone out because they're, they're all awesome. But um, yeah. um, just tell us a little bit about what those power hours are going to look like uh, in sunny Orlando. Sure. Well, first, I want to correct a common misconception, which is um, all of the Power Hour content is new every year. So okay. we, do we do have some formats that come back year after year, like Lightning Round Learning or the Ladies Leading Turf Session. But sure. all of the content and the talks within those are new. So Great. we refresh all of that content every year. Um, and we try to really hit the wide range of audiences that are at CTS. You know, this is the education that's included with your all access or full pack registration. Um, so we really want to have something for everyone. And again, we're trying to hit some of those really hot topics that we're seeing in the industry, um, you know, such as labor or wellness. Um, we'll have some, you know, good old agronomic talks in there too, um, things to help you in your career. And um, we'll cap it off on Thursday morning with Lightning Round Learning, which is always a super, super popular um, event with those five minute quick hit talks on a variety of subjects. Yeah, that that one is great, and I appreciate you clarifying um, my my comment there about about the old favorites and new. Those there's a lot of those formats, in particular that lightning round learning has been. It's always a hugely popular one, but everything you'll learn there, you could go to the last several of them, you're going to get something new every single time. So I appreciate the clarification on that. Um, let's, let's wrap up with the seminars. There's a massive list of, of, of seminars available um, for, for superintendents, um, uh, equipment managers, assistants, everything. They, the topics cover every aspect of, of the industry from agronomy to business management, equipment management, uh, career trends. Um, what kind of trends do you and your colleagues there in the uh, education department see in what topics attract the most attention uh, from attendees in, in terms of um, you know what, what they're signing up for, what goes quick, um, what doesn't, what, what's, what, what what's moving the needle uh, among attendees uh, at the show? Yeah, well, you gave a great overview of how we try to, you know, represent all of the competencies within each area and uh, give the attendees everything they need to be successful in their careers. Um, a lot of the high demand we're seeing this year is for um, labor leadership topics. One of our most popular seminars is creating a great team culture. Um, and we're seeing several others within that area uh, sell really well, be really popular. Um, we're also seeing a high level of interest in construction and renovation topics, um, nematodes and some other um, pest topics and agronomic to topics. And um, we also have a really strong lineup of equipment management seminars this year. We have a lot of new experts teaching in the EM area, and we're seeing those be very popular as well. Well, that's great. And those are those are uh, clustered on Monday and Tuesday uh, of the week. They do require uh, pre-registration. Fortunately, though, uh, as you listen or watch this, you still have time uh, to join us if you haven't already. Uh, I'll direct you over to um, uh, gcsaconference.com slash education. You can get a ton more information on everything that will be available there in the world of professional development. And and Kelly, before I let you go, I want to uh, just from a staff perspective, you're certainly not alone. Uh, I, I know you shoulder a lot of the responsibility, but you have an unbelievable team um, in the learning and career development uh, department. I'll just give you an opportunity to kind of shout out the others in that department who work so hard uh, to put together a world-class event every single year. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Scott. We're all wearing a lot of hats this year. 
um, and we're fortunate to have working with us uh, Jen Guartney, Lisa Witt, Katie Schuster, and Diana Kern. Um, we're an awesome team. We have each other's backs pulling off this huge event, and we're very lucky to work with one another. And we're also welcoming our new department leader, Chris Totten, who's getting really thrown into the deep end as we come down the home stretch here for CTS. Um, so we hope we don't scare him off, but I know he's looking forward uh, to seeing the event all come together, and we're appreciative of uh, his help as well. Yeah, a, a great team there. I, I speak from experience, been around a, a few of these shows. I know what how much work goes into preparing everything. Um, and I also am lucky enough to interact with enough members who to express to me how much they appreciate what you all do um, and what the association does for them in terms of keeping them up to date and educated on everything in the industry. So um, I will share their thanks with you, Kelly. And my thanks to you for uh, joining us um, for the podcast uh, today. It means a lot and um, look forward to uh, seeing everyone in Orlando. Again, it's gcsaconference.com slash education to learn more. And Kelly Norwood, appreciate your time today. Thank you. Okay, let's talk trade show with Matt Brown, GCSA's Director of Corporate Sales. Uh, you've been with GCSA since 2012. So is this your 10th show? Believe it or not, it is my 12th show. It doesn't, 12th show. Uh, doesn't work like birthdays because I started in January and the, my first show was in January. So I caught my first show in Vegas in 2012. Okay. have since been to, let's see, San Diego four times, San Antonio twice, four in Orlando, and we had the one virtual show. I guess this my my first kind of big big picture question uh, makes it even a little more appropriate. Uh, the show that you and your team are preparing for in Orlando is, is different in a whole lot of ways from um, from really any of the other ones. We'll take the virtual one out because clearly that was a whole different ball game for everybody. But um, how would you compare what you and your team are putting together this year with what attendees have seen in previous uh, GCSA trade shows? Well, Scott, as you know, we we survey the attendees and we survey exhibitors at the end of every show. And certainly the pandemic played a factor in the evolution of technologies with trade shows. And uh, trade shows were kind of forced to evolve to remain relevant. And I think we have done a fantastic job of listening to both our attendees and our exhibitors and bringing to the show things that are relevant important, impactful, experiential. Um, when, when we talked to our exhibitors, they wanted to connect more with attendees. When you, when you survey attendees, they want to do hands-on. They want to have very tactile experiences where they can uh, test, the, test the products, see the latest technologies, maybe learn about um, uh, advances in, in uh, chemistries or science. And uh, when we talked to exhibitors about how to interact with attendees, they wanted the same things. You know, they, they want to present um, their advances, their, their technological advantages, uh, the, all the things that they spend their research and development dollars on. They want to debut them at show. They want to get them in front of their potential customers. And certainly uh, there's no better opportunity than that gathering of, you know, 6,000 superintendents, 12,000 people uh, using round figures there, but uh, it, it's a tremendous 
experience for both exhibitors and attendees. Yeah, and I, th I think that it won't take long for folks to walk onto the floor at the Orange County Convention Center and, and just and see how that's manifested uh, it, itself this year. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into a little bit of the details here of what folks can expect to see when they're in Orlando. Uh, let's let's start out with some of the, uh, the statistics, the numbers. Um, what are we looking at in terms of uh, kind of generally the overall square footage, the number of exhibitors that will be on the trade show floor for attendees to uh interact with uh, while they're in Orlando? Well, in, we've got obviously a little bit of runway left to get to showtime, and we, we certainly have exhibitors signing up every day as, as we have attendees signing up every day. Um, but we're looking forward to 150,000 net square feet of exhibit space. Certainly the trade show floor is a lot larger than that when you add in all of the uh, GCSAA and, and allied association attractions that are placed on the show floor. Uh, but uh, let's say 150,000 net square feet of, of uh, exhibit space and in the neighborhood of 500 exhibitors. So there's, you know, it really has returned to uh, pre-pandemic sizes. And that's what we have through the door already. I mean, we're, we're looking uh, as, as we tape this, we're in late December. So we've got, you know, a number of weeks before we get to show, but certainly we're well ahead of uh, the last three shows in terms of what we've booked in thus far. And uh, we still have time to bring in more attendees and exhibitors. Regardless of, of where those numbers end up. And as you said, we're all the, all the the trending numbers are heading in the in the right direction to getting to getting the the trade show back to kind of where it was pre pre pandemic. There's going to be plenty for attendees to to take in in the in their time uh, in Central Florida. Um, one know, of the big changes. Move on, my my favorite my favorite stat is the number of new exhibitors. Or I'm sorry, new attendees. That's uh, what I share with exhibitors. But there are people coming to this show that have never before attended in droves and typically. Uh, this time of registration, we'd have three or 400 new never before attended. And currently we're over 1100 new never before attended the show. So, uh, you know, when you talked about all signs pointing or needles pointing north, that's one that uh, indicates to me that we're going to have, uh, from an attendance perspective, a lot of new decision makers on the show floor. That'll, that'll be great. I'm sure you're hearing positive uh, responses from the the exhibitors based on, based on that uh, that number. One of the things those newbies will see, one of the things that uh, folks who have attended multiple times in the past that they'll notice right away is some tweaks to actually the physical layout uh, of the uh, of the trade show floor. So uh, I'll give you the floor. You should be able to see on your screen here shortly, um, kind of a, a diagram of what Matt's talking about. But Matt, I'll let you kind of describe. What will what will attendees experience in terms of the physical layout of the trade show floor? Yeah, as I as I mentioned earlier, you know, we do survey, we do follow trends in the industry. And, and one of those trends was to create more main aisle uh, exposure for the uh, for the exhibitors. And it makes it easier for the attendees to interact with exhibitors when you have longer runs of main aisles. So one thing we did this year was implemented. Uh, angular main aisles, which took the from from the stage, which you'll see at, at the bottom center of the show floor. There are two aisles that run back, one back into the left and one back into the right. That kind of divides the show floor into more of a triangular representation. 
typical show floors were more linear with uh, left right aisles so east west aisles and north south aisles here we have aisles that will run uh, northeast and, and northwest from the center of the show floor with the centerpiece being of course the uh, the green stage that is a project that's been put together uh, by uh, GCSAA, the, the GCBAA, the USGA, and the golf course architects. So everybody showing how they can work together to bring a real-life project inside onto the show floor. So if anyone's ever been involved in any remodel or ground-up construction, all those practices are in place on the show floor, and you'll be able to witness it. So when we talk about interactivity, there's no greater example than what hits you uh, right as soon as you walk in the door. Yeah, and that, that's a good a good segue. Uh, I wanted to talk about that interactivity. You mentioned it earlier. You mentioned attendees wanting to get that hands-on experience. Um, the grass stage will be one of those things, but there'll be a lot of other opportunities to kind of for, for attendees to get the kind of hands-on uh, look and feel, touch and feel that they, they want to get out of the show, correct? Yeah, that's true. And, you know, other other trends uh, in, in education, trends in uh, shows and conferences are, are TED Talk type stages where we have built three different stages across the show floor, kind of uh, one in each third, if you will, and uh, different focuses. So one's focused on technology, uh, one is focused on uh, equipment managers and technicians, and then we've got a more general focus, uh, allowing exhibitors to, to schedule time to uh, certainly promote their products and services, but those technological advances, the, the research and development dollars that they spend throughout the year, there is a lot of new uh, and interesting uh, presentations that will take place on the show floor. And, you know, the, the uh, companies will be marketing that. So as an attendee, you don't really need to do anything other than look to the app or look to your own email and the way that uh, the, the marketing folks will be telling you what's going on on the show floor. But certainly uh, the, uh, the show app will be your guide throughout um, your, your visit in Orlando and help you schedule and, and determine where you want to spend your time. But I, I I uh, am really proud of what we've done in terms of uh, answering the needs of the attendee first and then exhibitors second with uh, not only matchmaking, but just the the transfer of information from, from those who did the research and development to those who have a specific need or a, a uh, project on their course that's upcoming that they need more information on. They're going to be able to find that information uh, at our trade show. And, you know, all they really have to do is indicate that they're interested and, and they'll get the information that they need. Uh, I wanted to 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 make mention uh, specifically of Thursday uh, on the trade show floor. I know you and your crew have put a lot of effort into making that day kind of a, a must visit for attendees. Yes, uh, the entire length of the of the show floor hours are, are going to offer up things to attendees, but um, there's been a lot of emphasis placed on making Thursday a really special and unique experience for, for attendees and exhibitors alike. So just briefly, could you just give us a little bit of a rundown of what folks can expect on that on Thursday in Orlando? Yeah, 
And let me just lead into Thursday, you know, starting Monday and Tuesday, the, the interactive experiences begin in education with the, with the course visits and the ability to do facility tours. That whole uh, strategy is in place throughout the week to allow uh, members and attendees to experience hands-on, uh, to test product, to try product, to witness product, you know, what, whatever their uh, curiosity is, there's going to be opportunities to interact with what they're interested in. Now, on Thursday, we've encouraged all the exhibitors to do their uh, interactive demonstrations either in their booths. We have a we have a demonstration area on the show floor for uh, electric and autonomous uh, uh, technologies. There's also a lot going on in booths, and that is being encouraged. I know a couple of exhibitors have uh, large screens in their booth and are going to be hosting. Um, uh, learning type environments to hey stop by and we'll show you where to click to get to this screen and how to how to uh, really build um, this technology into your facility and i'm not going to get into specifics about different exhibitors but i can tell you that there are a large number of them that have plans on thursday to really uh kind of teach the advantages of, of not only what they're selling, but what it can do for the environment, what it can do for your golf course, what it can do for your headcount. I mean, when you, when you, for, for uh, conservation and, and uh, saving water, I mean, everyone knows the pressures that the superintendents are under with both labor and water and environmental concerns. And there is a huge focus of uh, exhibitors to kind of daylight that to them while they're at show and have an opportunity to interact. Well, it's going to be the entire event, Monday through uh, thir uh, Thursday, even getting before into the uh, into the golf championships, which we'll talk about uh, uh, on this podcast as well. Um, but it's going to be an, an amazing event. As someone who's been close enough to know what's going on, I'm excited to see it actually in place. You've actually been down there and probably can visualize it a little better than I can, but I'm really looking forward to it. And, and one last thing, I'll give you an opportunity just to kind of shout out your your team in the sales department have been putting in a lot of a lot of yeah. sweat equity and long hours to pull this thing together uh, for GCSA members all over the globe. Yeah, with, with all the transition and the evolution of the trade show, and certainly we've had a staff transition as well. Um, we did a little reorganization and moved um, some responsibilities around more logistics over to the meeting planning team. And then on the sales side, more expectations around uh, the account managers to, to bring home more exhibitors and to actually uh, activate at show and make sure that uh, the exhibitors understood all the opportunities that were available to them. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we hired a couple of new people. I mean, we, we are out there. Uh, talking with exhibitors, trying to answer the needs of the members first and say, hey, we have listened to the surveys. We are putting together exactly what you've asked for and helping exhibitors understand the expectations and potential of, of the show. So it's really been a fantastic year uh, from a transition standpoint, but we are positioned to execute like never before. And, and I really think that attendees will notice at, at show, I, I've heard people say, you know, it's not your daddy's Oldsmobile or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it is still a trade show. We're going to the same building. We're, we're, you know, building 
500 booths and you're going to see a lot of people that you do business with, that element will remain. But what's been enhanced is the interactivity, the ability to evaluate and make purchasing decisions based on what you learn at show. And I think that is uh, really going to benefit the attendees first and the exhibitors as a byproduct because they have an opportunity to, to educate and, and inform uh, decision makers. And I, I think that's our goal. And I think we certainly have created the potential for all that to take place. Well, it's going to be, it'll be an exciting week in Orlando. Uh, of course, as always, for more information, you can head over to www.gcsaconference.com. There's information on the tournament, the education and the trade show there. So Matt, I appreciate your time. It's Matt Brown, GCSA's director of sales. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Scott. And thanks everyone for listening. See you at the show. Well, that's a wrap on yet another episode of the GCSAA podcast. Hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the upcoming GCSAA conference and trade show. My thanks to my fellow staffers, Ed Severall, Jim Cummins, Kelly Norwood, and Matt Brown for their insights into everything going down in Orlando in early February. To learn even more and to get yourself registered, yes, there is still time to do that. Head over to www.gcsaaconference.com. Should be a great week in Central Florida. Always a lot going on with the podcast, including the very first video version that some of you might be watching on GCSAA TV or GCSAA's YouTube channel. So keep a close eye on both the audio and video feeds for all of that. But until then, we'll sign off by thanking our new video editor, Evan Shapiro, NVIEW for their ongoing sponsorship of the podcast, the nine members of the GCSAA board of directors, my coworkers at GCSAA headquarters in Lawrence, Kansas. And of course, my thanks to each of you for subscribing, downloading, and listening or watching. Until we meet again, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll catch up again real soon on the next episode of the GCSAA podcast.